0: Hi, hello everyone!
1: Hi, hi, hi.
0: Um, hey, you guys driving? (laughs) You working out? You wasting? Are you killing time? (laughs) You, uh, you waiting for something interesting to happen? Well, uh, maybe we can help you. Hi. Oh, by the way, I never do uh, promote dates on here, but I'm doing the Chumash Casino in LA. You do? You promoted the last two episodes? Did I? Did I mention? Oh, the 25th, the Saturday uh, January 25th. So think about that. Uh, come see me at Chumash. Uh, where's Chumash
1: near Santa Barbara? you said? Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, so that's pretty amazing. And I might wear a suit just cause it's a casino. Why not? Um, I'm going to smoke a cigar the whole time cause I'm, <laughs> I'm a cool casino guy. Um, okay. So let's uh, talk about the world. So I have two tweet stories involving you and us. Uh, Oh, um, I tweeted, I did a poll, is Half Baked a good movie? On on Twitter. Okay. 70% in favor.
1: Of course.
0: Okay. Um. And then people started quoting things from it. And I was like, eh. And then I said, not, it's not good. I was like, here's my vote, not good movie. People were like, all right, fuck you. Da, 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 da. Um, but then people started quoting so much shit from the movie that I was like, you know what? You've convinced me. It's so it's, It is fucking funny. very funny. Like, the jokes in it are very funny. You could... Like, it, I can't bullshit. And then I started retweeting all of Because um,
1: most funny films now have a third... Three, and
0: they're all in the trailer.
1: Yeah, they're all in the trailer, and they have a third of the bits. You guys had... And Lisbeth's, I wanna know what didn't make it in the
0: movie. Well, then I. So then Seth Rogen tweeted something positive. Uh, to keep What's going it? down, Will. Uh, I actually I didn't retweet Seth, but Seth said, like, it allowed him. <laughs> There you go. It's a great movie because it's an important movie. It was clearly, which is some stoner shit. Really? Um, it was clearly made by people who love weed, and it was genuinely funny. It was the first weed movie I saw that I was that was both of these things. It made people like me think that weed based things were worth worthy creative pursuit. It's like, ugh. I
1: mean, well, I Friday and Cheech and Chong. I mean, those are weed movies.
0: Friday came up before, yeah, before you. Uh huh. Um. So. So Seth, and then I texted, I tweeted at Amir Questlove, and he, that's further up, will, uh, will. further up, right there. No, 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 you had it. The flowers. I tweeted uh, Amir, you read the draft. What did you think? And he said, "I'll admit, as a dude who read the first draft script, it was amazingly hilarious. This wasn't that per se, but the mob hath spoken. be. cult status, son, take the flowers." So I took the flowers. I don't want people to think it sounds like I was fishing.
1: I mean I mean it really want, does sound like I was fishing. I, if I like, weren't me, I would go like good?
0: this fishing motherfucker. Oh, right. Because I don't good. even I barely associate myself with it. I said it wasn't good on the fucking Twain like, it.
1: You've said it wasn't good since I've known you. Yeah. And it's always bothered me. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I'm not gonna say that anymore. Because there's enough funny, so funny there's so much funny dialogue in it. It's almost overwhelmed. Like there were so many quotes that it was fucking like. It's just really funny.
1: No one has that good of dialogue in a movie. Like I, agree. I don't. Many people don't laugh out loud to movies. Well, I don't know about uh-huh. many people. I don't. Even if I think it's funny, and when something is so funny, I'm laughing out loud. That's when you're like, "Well, go back."
0: Yeah, Abba's Abba. You're my only friend. I mean, there's many. What's the Will, stuff? Well, slow down. <laughs> if I damn, wasn't if I wasn't Will. from Jamaica, why would I be wearing this hat? Um, yeah, that's sad. I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. Yes, yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. scientist. Samson and Sheila, Mama fell. Whole said whole song. Ice cream. Yep, Samson's whole song. We used to motherfucker b- said ice cream, but again, I showed you the picture, Dave. That I'll never show the audience. But oh yeah, no, that was where he's just a, ma- like, a young man in pain. Man.
1: They all you will say after seeing that photo. You guys <laughs> went into that movie. Uh, different people than you yeah, came out of it. That is
0: absolutely correct. I
1: think a piece. Of, I think a piece of you guys' spirit is still
0: young, confident, getting a hundred dollars per day per diem. <laughs> like, damn, we need to the lost brass her. rail with the strippers.
1: They had a brass rail.
0: That's the original brass rail in Toronto. Oh wow! Yeah, uh,
1: there's one in San Jose.
0: Oh, is there? A? Uh, I don't know what's the original one. It's a good name for a strip club. It is. Uh, so, thank you, people, for you. I said you uh, you went to an old man's you um, uh, you all did this. You went to a grizzled old man's house and slowly made him believe in himself again. Yeah, like Um, uh, Sandlot. Yeah, basically. Okay, now I also had a tweet. I tweeted your thing about the amount of animals that die every week versus the amount of animals that died in Australia. uh Oh, and it was a. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty, but. It was so controversial. Oh no! Hold on, I think you passed it, Will. Yeah, there it is. What'd you get? Two
1: hundred
0: sixteen retweets. Oh my god. A hundred and thirteen likes. Will Will don't like. Oh, is that you liking it? Uh, I was gonna say don't like my own tweet. Thanks <laughs> Will, for finally getting around to statement? it. Um, and no, that's a uh,
1: thousand and that's thirteen hundred likes.
0: Right. So. So uh but it, a lot of lot of people yapping at me. Wait, a lot so of, of We'll go look. back to n- go back to the wide so we can see the Will. amount of people that spoke. 180 people yapped at me. Oh no. Um, oh my god. And That's it's all crazy. like yeah, well those animals were it's just a lot of people literally no one had a good case. No one had a good counter argument at all. There's no good counter argument.
1: Feel bad as part of the
0: no, no, me. I'm happy. To, oh. You know I'm happy to scrap with these fools.
1: <laughs> You're so scrappy. <laughs> get
0: it? I get down in the mosh pit.
1: But I guess people want, It's a, there's something about the way you die.
0: People want, like, yeah. yeah but he wanted to yes, die. He was they, for they food. They think the Anton Chigurh, <laughs> right. uh, uh, No Country for Old Man way is a good way to die. It's still dying. You're still right. dying. So there's. I don't human even human care unit. if I die a peaceful death. What do I care? <laughs> I mean, meaning, I had a great life. If I die <laughs> slowly tortured, I'm not going to be like fuck this whole life. If there's a thing called recency bias, you
1: don't know that. Neil. I that's not a great. First of all, angle. I'm
0: not going to judge anything after it, so I'm not going to go looking back. Now that I've <laughs> to- been tortured and died, there's a thing called recency bias. Meaning, okay. we think whatever happened most recent is that it, or we don't think we do. If you have a mediocre set and you close strong, people Mm. think you were strong. Yeah. There's just people are biased toward what happened most recently. So it's like when they do the top hundred comedians of all time, uh, 80 of them will be alive now and working today. It's like, no, you're not. This is not this is weighted toward recently. So I think people do that with dying and. They somehow it was just it's. People can't reckon with how complicit they are with global warming. They can't fuck – they can't deal. They, they're they like, ah, fuck you. They just, yeah. So they just say fuck you to the messenger. And-
1: I was actually completely blown away how many animals – land animals die every year. Like I said last episode, uh, die every day, sorry, just for our consumption. Mm-hmm. So when you start looking at the numbers like that, uh, one, I – didn't know how many animals there it's were in the world. Like, the it's just staggering. There's how many enough people that there we are. could just millions die, hundreds of millions die Almost every a day. A billion.
0: It's I, like you, the real numbers are like 1.45 billion if you include fish.
1: No, no, sorry. What? Where?
0: Uh, a, per week. Per
1: week. Yeah, per week for sure.
0: Um. So uh, it's so it's a staggering amount of how do you feed eight billion people? It. The, I mean, our, you could do it without killing animals, but I'm saying. How do you, the way the system's set up, how many, of course we kill that many.
1: Well, you know what's interesting? I was watching, there's this show that came out a few years ago. I just watched it recently, like when I was sick, called The the Terror. Have you heard of it? It's based on that book. Um, There was a, like an expedition that went to like northern Canada to find a passage in the
0: 1800s. Oh, fucking Seth Myers loves this show.
1: It is the greatest. I've heard show. somebody else told
0: me it's the best show they've ever and seen. And Seth no... Myers told me you like I connected him with a friend of mine who was like blah, 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 blah.
1: And I've never heard anyone talk about this show. I know it's not one anything, uh-huh. I think. It is this. I've not seen such a great show. So this really happened. They sent out England sent out this expedition. One of the boats is called The Terror. Yeah. So like HMS Terror. So this they go and they, they get stuck. And back then when the Arctic waters freeze.
0: Like back the boats, when it actually used to freeze. <laughs> right.
1: back when. Now I'm like, I keep thinking of global warming. I'm like, the terror would have been fine. Now, um, So your boats get stuck. Mm-hmm. And they never, basically they never came home. And they have enough food for, uh, they have enough food for like three, four years. Because when the ice gets stuck, you basically are stuck in the boat until spring. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the expeditions that never came And you can home. keep
0: the fruit fr- food frozen.
1: Yeah, well, it's a lot of tinned meats. It's a lot yeah. of, like, lemon juice for scurvy and tobacco right. and blah, blah, blah. It's just really interesting to see how expeditions lived back. It's very... So they never came back home. And um, I think they just found one of the boats in 2015 from 1845. So... Did it they, sunk, obviously? I think that one sunk, but it was just stuck out there. And they were apparently, they ended up really far out. Like even the Inuits don't go to where yeah. they went. But so this book, there was a book written, they theorized maybe what, how it was to basically their demise. And I started looking into uh, scurvy and things and diets like that. And then there was this guy who back and this, in the reality, this guy was uh, did some expeditions to the Arctic and believed in the Inuit diet and when i was reading it was saying in the early 1900s a uh, most like a all mostly vegetarian diet was considered uh that was considered healthy yeah. like people weren't into eating so much the amount we we until more 700 recently 700
0: more calories a day now than we did in the 50s every american the average american eats 700 more calories a day
1: okay i feel like you read up on this more but when i realized that I was like, "What happened?" Because he was—they were saying that back then, dietitians were like, a mostly vegetarian diet with a little yeah. protein was considered healthy. That's why when he was like, "No, I can live off all meat," like the Inuits, whatever. But what changed for us having the, such the a meat-heavy recom- The
0: USDA's recommended daily allowance. The USDA is in the pocket of 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 the meat industry. Uh, yeah the, the meat farm. Just the 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 consumer food industry so okay. they go even the food pyramid was wrong right it was like it's, and up. it was wrong because it was an inside job sugar all the it's all the best thing you can do is nothing i did another fast this week <laughs> bianca i did another 36 hour fast not as great as the last one not bad though um i just woke up today a little like hungover mm. um mm. but i only because it i can't really sleep you, that's one of the side effects. Is like the first couple times you do it, you can't sleep well. Um, so, uh, but you realize your body doesn't need all this shit. Mm. It just doesn't need all this shit. And and we talked before we got on the show when you when you've kind of cleared the decks on your on your digestive system, and then you start adding you eat normally i had ice cream the other night and it was like someone punched me in the fucking right. face like jesus <laughs> christ i felt so horrible because i hadn't had sugar in 72 hours or yeah. more dairy and it was like god my body was like the fuck is this <laughs> like dude that? we were doing good <laughs> and then and then you said the same thing about having a hamburger
1: oh it killed me and i was just like yes sharp pains yeah but I don't know. You end up. The thing is, your body gets pretty accustomed to it quickly.
0: The you know, to the new diet to the shit. I don't. It gets really accustomed to whatever you do. That's what I'm saying. So it you gets can accustomed do one, to fast. You do it again. Honestly, yeah. like oh. if you look at all like the the stuff that happens to your body when you fast, it's all good for you. Yeah. Um. Because your body, it's 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 kind of you know primordial. Like your your body's just built to we're built to fast basically
1: also i think i have a thing in my head from growing up that's like you eat the food like we have such portions portions yes so i'm just like gotta eat all of this and some i'm getting used to just saying okay i don't want or i take to go i like to go boxes but it's too we eat too much motherfucking food yeah how am i supposed to stay how am i supposed to keep my norovirus
0: you have to figure you know what i had the thought uh, just order appetizers. Just order an appetizer for dinner. But if there's, uh, you know, if people eat fifty <laughs> percent more is, when, com- they, when they so when right. they eat with people. They eat fifty percent more. Human beings, really? Yes,
1: because we're all like, wow ah, Should we get that? Would someone share? Yeah, egg rolls? Let me let me
0: hit that real quick. Let me hit like. <laughs> otherwise, you just eat what you're gonna eat, and you're not. You don't worry about how long should this take. There's no social dynamic when you eat by yourself. You just have to. You eat the amount of food you need. You don't eat the amount of food to fill two hours.
1: We eat too much protein in this country, and it's hard for me to get away from it. So it's just confusing to me how to curb animal consumption because it's just it's everywhere. Yeah, I drove. I drove by a fried chicken place. And I was like, I'm gonna get wings soon. You
0: know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the the protein consumption is wrong. It's just the type of protein.
1: Oh, meat consumption. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with like tofu. It gets tits. (laughs) Yeah. No. Who do you think planted that story? (laughs) It happened. It probably happened in in 0.001% of people who eat tofu. And then the meat industry goes like, look at the tit they're trying to do it with the impossible burger like you know it's got female hormone and then the meat industry promotes it's just fucking it's like some russian bot shit
1: what do we here here because you're into this thing what do we eat what do you mean what can we eat that's doesn't kill anything hurt anybody bad for you
0: fruit vegetables and um and uh and and uh, a protein avocados protein Peanuts are protein. I mean, most nuts are protein. Um, chickpeas are proteins. Like unfulfilling. I know, but so put a sauce on it. <laughs> put a sauce on that's it. That's all of these things. Put a put fucking a sauce, sauce on it. it. Put a. that's all you're eating. I've yelled this before.
1: Right, yell it. Meat yell it is
0: a sauce delivery system. What you're when you think about your favorite meat, what you're thinking about is salt, barbecue sauce, Ew. uh it's teriyaki sauce. sauce uh, p- papir- Whatever your favorite, um, right?
1: Boil that meat with no seasoning. Yeah, and then See enjoy it. Like. Yes,
0: enjoy it. Enjoy how much you. I fucking love chick <laughs> boiled chicken. Oh, the best. No salt. <laughs> Butt ass naked. Butt naked chicken, bro. Um. So do be like me. <laughs> okay. As always, <laughs> don't eat meat. Don't. Don't. And fast, of course. I I demand that you fast thirty six hours a week. Um. Okay. So I've got a lot of sports stuff right now. The Astros, the Houston Astros cheated.
1: Yes. Um. I I
0: think one of the under-reported stories of our time is how much cheating there is in sports. I think people can. You wouldn't believe it. I
1: don't. I don't know how much cheating. I'm not. I don't even it. know if
0: it's so much cheating, but like that type thing. But like signal stealing.
1: I okay. Can you explain that to me? Because well, because they
0: have a bad system for yeah, for calling. Like the catcher makes hand signals, right. and then they you just have to get a camera in the center field who can see it. Batters know. Did I ever tell this Barry Bonds story? This is a very good story. Okay. Okay. I don't, again, I hate to, okay. So should, should Winter Circle? I meet Barry Bonds. <laughs> okay. I meet him. This is how cr- weird life is. I was friends with Alan Thicke. Oh my he God. He was in The Goods. He's a fucking hilarious. Alan Thicke wrote the theme song for Different Strokes and Facts of Life and was a writer so for the Richard tight. Pryor show. Hilarious motherfucker. So Just like cool. funny, smooth. Um, and um so he did a roast. He invited me and like Harlan Williams and Chris Titus to come and do the roast, and it was upstairs at a restaurant in the valley. That's funny. Uh it was horrible. Uh, <laughs> and we all ate shit, just three different types of eating shit. Right. Very um, different. Uh Rob and Thick wasn't there, and I was like, Jesus, you couldn't get your own son to come do a roast. And a woman was like, Jesus. Um, I was like, well, it's a roast. Wait, what? Uh, they were just <laughs> upset. It was just people who don't know. They're so they're like, this is me. Barry Bonds is there. I start talking to him and I said, basically I say, did you watch? There was a thing about, um, hitting or something. And I, and, and, and I said, did you, or we were talking about vision, like, like, uh, eye vision. And I said, were you... he goes, I, uh, he's like, I had insanely good vision. Like, like to the point where my eyes were blurry and I went to the doctor and he said, you have twenty-twenty vision. Uh, wow. so that was blurry to him. And I go, is that what made you a good hitter? And he goes, no, what made me a good hitter was I would study pitchers and I could, I knew what they were going to throw. And wow. I, and I was like, um, is that something that you would share with your teammates? And he goes, I could have, but I didn't. <laughs> and i wanted to go like thank you barry bonds no further questions <laughs> right. like you this you're exactly who you thought i was <laughs> right. or who you who i thought you were so uh so if you're doing anything out in the open it's fucking, it's just a like... bad system for for calling pitches now i don't know what the better system is but of course they're gonna steal signs like how this 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 um assumption of like it's a gentleman's it's not a gentleman's shit it's a billion billion dollar dollar business yeah it's a billion dollar competitive business so it's like i'm not saying they're doing like chinese government shit where they're they're downloading everyone's, but there's a there's one of these scandals every six or eight months where uh, play calling or um intel on players or or i mean houston had hired a spousal abuser and they were fine i mean they'd had right the they guy just, that went yeah, like, but take, having said take... that, I've heard my brother was a caddy on the PGA tour. A legendary golfer cheated in front of him. I, I mean, mean,
1: cheating golf.
0: How? Yeah. Uh, in this case, a ball was out of bounds, and it, the guy took the out of bounds, and it would have cost him two strokes. He took the out of bounds marker, just moved to the other side of his ball. That's uh, how
1: dumb golf is. It's just like I mean, it's they're... but
0: that's like it's a gentleman's agreement. Right. Like no, if you watch the the um. Lance Armstrong one The motherfucker had a blood transfusion in the middle of the race. (laughs) Got on a bus. Had a blood transfusion in the middle of the race. I mean, they will do. It's like the war on drugs. It truly is an extension of the war on drugs. What are they doing to combat it? They'll get around it. Right. Like, if there are, I'm not going to name names because I don't know specifically, but there are players in the NBA who are really good for their age. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. That's all I'm going to say they test about in the NBA? They just started really? testing for HGH like f- three or four years ago. The year Kobe's shooting percentage went down 35% in one year.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, like, they didn't test for it. Do you and think they so- should
1: take the Astros? I was talking to a, a Dodgers fan, Uh. And they're like, oh, they should give it to the Dodgers. I'm like, no, because you don't know you would have won. I they know, just but that's take... the
0: problem is they can't have no, I mean, they could have no champion. Yeah, it's, no champion. Well, the, the bigger one is Trump, if Trump gets impeached, which probably won't happen, but if he does, then Pence is surprised. like, how yeah. the fuck is that? Is In the really NCAA, how it works? Or yeah. does the whole
1: administration go?
0: No, just him.
1: That makes no sense I know.
0: Many things don't make sense. So in the NCAA, they just, you have to vacate your championship. If you're caught um now does the I think the second place the person you played, I think, but that should be the system. It should be whoever had if it if you can't pick whether it's the Dodgers or the whoever they beat in the World Series, it should be whoever the best record of those two teams. Even I though think that's should, imperfect Why hit.
1: not just have it blank and it just be like uh embarrassing? There's a bigger scar issue on though. your
0: that it, it yes, but there's a bigger issue. What's the issue? There's bonuses tied to all this shit.
1: Refund the bonuses,
0: and then give them to who? I mean, it. There's Charity. so many. No, I know. Or the Dodgers. If the Dodgers, all the players, or have maybe bonuses. The Dodgers, yeah, yeah. Like they have. Like you don't get bonuses. the
1: championship, but you know you can get all their bonuses.
0: Interesting thing about the NBA. Blake told me this one time. Uh, the players only make money for the regular season. In the playoffs, the ownership group gets the whole pot. So, so what do they get for the for uh the they get the door, they get they literally get everything. And <laughs> it's the like players fucking get
1: comedy club.
0: Yeah, they get the door, they, <laughs> they get, get the, concession, they get parking, they get everything. Who gets that? The team, the clipper, the owner of the team. Steve oh, no. Ballmer in this okay. case. Or this is Donald Sterling. So uh that's and then the players, there's a playoff pool that the players get paid out of, but that's from the league. Um Do they
1: get any of their merch?
0: Here's a great one, another great one that that Blake told me they so obviously LeBron's the number one selling jersey they split jersey evenly amongst all the players That's LeBron makes up. the same it. amount of money as the lowest selling jersey which I like
1: Oh no I like but it it's why I'm happy I work at a place that we don't pull tips because I know people who work at places that pool tips, that and they're sucks. always so.
0: You have to deal with the worst waitress. You have to.
1: I don't know. We don't. Right?
0: No, I'm saying. But if you did, you'd have to. I don't want your fucking oh, crappy I have a tips. That at... Don't. You're tearing me down.
1: I have a friend that works at a like members only spot in L. A. And they make a a lot of cash comes through. Yeah. And my friend was like, I did not earn this. She yeah. actively she's like I. The girl I make... who
0: gave a blowjob earned that money. <laughs> The girl who gave a blowjob by the bathroom. She's like, I worked the brunch shift Yeah,
1: on a Wednesday.
0: No, there's a... Fuck. They yeah. make like, he told me, I think, it's like 140.
1: Oh, that's nice for Split everyone. It.
0: I, I could, this. it could be 80, I can't remember. Uh, And then if you play 80, if you're whatever, suited up for 82 games. If you're on the roster, 82 games, you make either 80 or 140. And then uh 42 games, you make half of that, uh, 15 games or less, set a steak knives. <laughs> fucking bubkiss
1: you Like fucking here's a pin. Yeah,
0: you get you get that bag. You get the luggage.
1: Play or show up? On the roster. Okay, okay.
0: Um, so uh I don't know what made us think of that. Okay, but um, but yeah, there's an amount I've probably said on the podcast before the humanity of the professional athletes i know all i can tell you is don't bet on them (laughs) don't bet on athletes because they are as human as you are and as fallible and stupid and fucking prone to distraction or sulking or you don't right you'd be surprised how few of them practice
1: just go to your job. How is the culture there? Now pretend you guys now all work in the Now pretend
0: NBA. someone's betting on it.
1: Right.
0: Now pretend someone's betting on it. You, someone's mad at someone's... Having said that, my Paul George Nike thing dropped this week. So go to Paul George's Instagram or Nike oh, yeah. basketball Instagram. It's
1: kid. Wait. Yeah. Do you think NBA dudes bet on themselves?
0: No, I don't. But I like don't... Like bet
1: in Vegas.
0: Yeah. In uh, their... Well, it's illegal. Well... No, I know, but that's the, the once they're going to have a team in Vegas and now they're they're The league is bringing making uh gambling sort of hand in glove part of the league. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know because
1: wouldn't you bet on yourself if you thought you're going to win?
0: Yeah, like, there's illegally. just a lot of again. If you're Anthony, if you have a max deal, there's no point. Right, but,
1: it's like you you're gonna give up That's like a lot of risk, but
0: like if you know you're gonna lose like <laughs> ah if you know you're gonna lose if you make forty million a year, you're not gonna bother if you make three and you know homeboy's leg is hurt, right, and you tell your cousin, I mean that's the so That's trading unavoidable, shit. that's right. just unavoidable, and I don't know how they mitigate against it i my bet is they've put the fear of God in the guys, but yeah. But they also told him, don't smoke weed. So, and they all did that. Half of them were high. I mean, again. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, that's just, like, guys are, were high. Guys play high all the time.
1: That's insane.
0: Not, I think probably less so now, but, like, Damon Stoudemire. I mean, there was a ton Some of people guys. people
1: are better when they're high. Yeah, I
0: no, think. I know. That's what they say. I mean, it's like a video game. Okay. Right. All right. I bet on it. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Dog. Dog. Getting drunk. I mean, not drunk before games, but. I mm. thought somebody told me somebody was drinking during a game.
1: That's so stupid. Who the fuck was a drinking exercise? How you feel, man?
0: They're so out of their minds. Which okay. get, brings us to Aaron Hernandez.
1: <laughs> Speaking of out of their minds. Did you see it? No, but I've seen clips and looks fucking super sad.
0: I really feel like I the two things in my life that I've been most passionate about for the last 25 years are comedy and documentaries. And I've really, I really picked my, I picked good property. Yeah. Because I've been waiting. <laughs> like, I've only cared about this. And now it's a, rena- it's a golden age for both. Like, the Aaron very- Hernandez thing is fucking amazing.
1: Oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna watch it tonight.
0: But, so this it speaks to the whole thing, which is the amount of, Mental, it's it's the amount of mental illness involved in uh professional sports is completely. They don't report it, right? Of course, like they don't. Not only do they not. It's football player does football at the wrong time. There's that. Like the playing football, uh, particularly fucks your brain up. And I think that there is uh, a large swath of guys that have undiagnosed mental illness mm-hmm. to begin with, like sure. like any population of people. And again, you're betting on them. Don't do it. Um, and uh, but I was watching. So he had he had CTE um, and he also had uh, was late in home. It was gay down low. But I, he also had a kid, so, uh, you know, I guess he had sex with women also. Um, or what? one woman. Right. Um, and uh, so, it, but uh, but I was watching, like, the uh, Odell Beckham spanking the cop. Yeah. Did you see that? I saw Like, that. these guys, Odell Beckham is crazy. That is fucking insane. He's crazy in a way. Him and um, Kyrie Irving. Who just says crazy shit about his teammates. He Kyrie Irving has is either has borderline personality disorder or manic depression. Mm. And I'll go to the bank. Bet on it. Like I'll put that I'll bet on. (laughs) That's the only thing in the NBA that I will bet on is the amount or or sports is the amount of gambling there is in um uh, I'm sorry, the amount of mental illness there is. Like, but Odell Beckham and Kyrie are crazy in a way I've never seen before. And so was the guy, the other guy who uh uh burned his feet and then he quit the team and that guy this burned year. Burned his feet. There's a guy he was on uh, he's like the best receiver, but he's oh, fucking out of his mind. Maybe, Yeah. Um Anthony Brown. So uh and there I really think that it's ex- exacerbated by social media. Oh, in yeah, a that way help. that it's never been in human history. Like sure. it's it would be like if a schizophrenic guy owned a newspaper. Oh my God. I mean, do you know we what I mean? Like this is... is what, so you've yeah. got guys with, uh, with, with undiagnosed mental illness and then there it's exacerbated by the stress brought on by social media. Cause like schizophrenia, I know for a fact is exacerbated by, or bipolar is exact. Most mental illness is exacerbated by pressure attention, and attention. And, 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 yeah. and but Kyrie is like, dude, I don't,
1: the things they tweet, I think they should. I don't know. I don't believe in controlling human beings' actions to, you know, micromanaging, but I also think tweets don't help. They hurt more than they help um,
0: they a lot just, of these I guys. Just don't. They, they're. Rock has a, a joke that he hasn't done in a special, but it's. Uh, I won't even do it because it's too, I, I can't do it. But it's about, it's about the, like, there's, like, black wide receivers are their own. <laughs> it's already, but, like, Jerry Rice was the last sane one. <laughs> like, there was, like, a right. class of guys that were like, yeah, you seem pretty, pretty logical. Lynn Swan,
1: why, Jerry why, Rice. Why wide receivers? Uh, you
0: I d- because they're alone. Yeah. And... Most of their coverage is one on one, and they think they're open every time. I mean, Keyshawn Johnson had a name, wrote a book called "Just Give Me the Damn Ball." <laughs> I mean, these guys really think that they're they have the hot. It's they're me. like Kanye all the time. Yeah, they think they're like Kanye. They just think that they're like I'm just fucking. Please, just fucking give me the ball, and I will. And if they don't catch the ball, it's because it's pass interference, and uh, or they slipped, or some like there's a reason why. Uh, it's something about being isolated like that makes you crazy, yeah. Um, in a way that social media does. So they're already isolated; they're already on the wing, right? They're already wide out, and then social media exacerbates it. And I don't, I don't have a solution. It was just something I noticed where I was like, kyrie has got an energy like I've never." And Odell is fucking.
1: Did he get arrested?
0: No, they're not. He they just dropped they dropped the charges. But there's something about it that's like. Who
1: was idea like who thinks that's a good idea? Slapping it first of all, slapping another grown man because he, was, I mean, too, I guess it he was.
0: was too lit. Yeah, he got too turnt. They I were going actually that was the charge. He was too turnt. New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans PD wanted for turntness. Mm.
1: Is lit.
0: He was just too burnt. He was too turnt. He was too uh, so now the, the Democrats are trying to figure out some ideas um the dems the original dems uh so bernie and elizabeth warren um had a little fight who do you believe do you believe bernie said that
1: i absolutely don't believe bernie said that interesting absolutely i i don't know if i'm saying she's lying i think there was some grave misunderstanding only for the fact that there's so much just footage of him for decades saying women can be president. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a real, you know, I just believe he believed it. I don't yeah. think it's some PR campaign f- since the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I don't
0: and know. And I think he went I be- up I be- to Here's Elizabeth- what's interesting. I think she really thinks he did.
1: Oh, I think she thinks she di- he did too. I don't yeah. think she's being sinister. Yeah. But- I don't. I think just because there's some. I mean, there's footage back with him with like actual colored hair.
0: Yeah, uh, of him just talking. Hair, with, hair, just hair would have been enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking to kids, being like, you know, there's a there's a problem. There's not yeah. enough women in politics, and yeah. you know, and you know, women can be present, too. Don't think that you know anybody can be present. Like, I don't know when you're telling this for decades. Yeah. It's very hard to say. And didn't he go up to Elizabeth Warren a few Absolute. years ago and say, you oh, know, I think know. you have, I think that was a thing I read after this came out that she's credited him saying, you know, Bernie said, I have a shot to.
0: Yeah. Try. I so don't, like, I mean, I believe, I, I believe, I don't know. I don't know if he said it. The truth is, I don't know. I believe she knows, she believes he said it in some way. He should just say he's, he, he got hacked. Um, or you know I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> um uh, but
1: also she has a prior, you know, violation of lying. I'm not what, saying with the Indian thing? Yeah. The, I'm not, the, not saying Pocahontas she's a, Pocahontas. Um I'm not saying she's a liar. I'm I just I don't
0: I don't think she's lying, and I don't even if the specifics of that are the specifics of the Native American thing is her dad said they were Native American. It was 1968 or 75 or whatever year it was. It was, there was no 23 in May. So you just go, I don't know, my dad said it, and then she found out she wasn't, but she'd already gotten the advantage of being Native American.
1: Oh, I mean, I read something like, I feel like there was one, anyways, I don't want, I don't care.
0: At work, I mean, if you want to say she's guilty of anything, it's padding her resume. Yeah, I think she just was like, cool,
1: there's a, I, there's a, better option for me to say this to get in yeah i'm i
0: think i'm native i've heard i'm native american i'm not going to investigate it that much because i i don't want to find out i'm not
1: No, i don't what i'm saying is i don't think she's a liar i don't think there's anything sinister i think it's just more it's a
0: live omission but i would say i
1: think right now in presidential campaigns optics are very important not to me yeah but in general it is to them it's and she kind of comes across a little cheesy a little you know yeah uh, i've taken a million selfies it's just like God,
0: well i up. i think the i think the thing so
1: i don't know if this helps her i think
0: the thing that she brings up vibe. is just banging this drama of being a woman yeah i don't yeah. i think just you don't it's fucking i i saw i noticed it's, you don't need to uh yes, like yeah. you don't need to go like we are undefeated. Oh, the women are undefeated and, and then the New York Times endorsed her in yeah, Clobuchar. And, and then she was like, We're undefeated in polls. And she, and she tweeted about that. We're undefeated in, in endorsements as well. It's like just shut up.
1: I just think that that's not gonna get her as far as she thinks. It's kind of
0: Yeah, I think it's uh it's uh she's getting being gassed by her people.
1: It, when you went, Brandon Sanders has been running on the same platform, even when he isn't running. He's just, I just don't believe him saying that as character wise. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know him. I, I don't know. The is, I don't
0: know. And, the, and also he's 70 something. So say something and not remember.
1: I just don't think he said it.
0: Yeah, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Andrew Yang, follow me on Twitter. That's all that matters. Are you excited? <laughs> Yang um, Gang?
1: Even though you shit on his math hats?
0: Yeah, math is a, is a, <laughs> is it doesn't work. We don't like math or it's again, no my one knock on Elizabeth math. Warren. She's, she looks like a librarian in a country that hates reading. <laughs> you just shut up about the math. It's like vegetables. It's like, yeah, stop it. Vegetables? And this is from me. Right. Mr. Vegetables. <laughs> um, the just, and but Yang, Dave endorsed them, and, um, so i think he's like just go i think he probably watched mark twain and just trickle down like okay so i'll watch so then he followed me uh i was gonna dm him but i'm like i don't know enough about him i would like him you to be a bad hairline i did say it had a bad hairline i stand by that um it's just not great it's not bad it's just not great um by the way just have you watched these tyler Perry movies because apparently he makes all the men in them wear wigs, and Little Duvall's been posting photos from them, and Wait, they're so bad. Let me see these. I've watched a few. Can you go? No, there's a My new one that to... he shot in five days. Apparently,
1: oh, that's probably because a uh, lot of the time. Go
0: on, uh, go on, uh, Little Duvall Instagram.
1: A lot of the time, the stereotype is Tyler Perry makes the beginning guy at the beginning of the movie that's abusive. A dark skinned bald headed guy. Great. And the guy that saves him so is So
0: Duvall it. finally did a photo of if he was auditioning, which is fucking hilarious. That's him auditioning. But go you that's that should have been the punchline. Look at Rick Fox. <laughs> oh, or, yeah. Shamar, yeah, Moore so or Shamar Moore or whoever that is.
1: That's Shamar Moore. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I've seen. How, it's always very bad.
0: Like that's insane. Like if I were running a sketch show, I'd be mad at that. Yeah, it's bad. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing with this? With these? <laughs> with really, these
1: wigs? It's really bad lace fronts.
0: I mean, it's like they—it's Halloween. Um, so I And then there's another one that guy in the middle looks like Chris Red. Nope, nope. Orange <laughs> to the left, to the left, right there. He's wearing a wig too. Um.
1: Yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no edges.
0: Yeah. Um. So.
1: But Tyler Perry, I mean, my mom used to watch the beginning ones, which were just a video camera like this in the back of the venue and the play going yeah. on. And then when it came time to the songs, they recorded it at a different date. And it was like, that was the only thing that was produced in between this like bootleg. I mean, that so just bad. speaks
0: to the. You, you, it's like the It's an entertainment The way there's food deserts There was an entertainment desert <laughs> For Atlanta. black people Especially older black women Like Yeah So Like uh, Have I ever told you like a, There's always a contingency Of older black women That come see me Do stand up No It makes me laugh every time Why Because I'm like How did you hear about me Like <laughs> They just come And black I remember know about you No I know It's just a fun I like the idea of like You know we should go see I don't know if it fucking makes me right. laugh Right <laughs> Um so Bernie, Warren, Yang, uh, le- I just hope I would vote for a turnip over Trump. Like, I mean, I would vote for a fucking a turnip, a light stand. I would vote for like a turnip. Sorry. Um, I'm too turned. <laughs> it's like, um, like I would vote for uh, a, a, a lawn chair. I mean, I, right. I, I would right. uh, anyone, literally anyone, please. It's going to be better. And I hope more people feel that way.
1: Are you inclined to one candidate?
0: I'm, 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 no. I'm like all over the place. I think I gave money to Buttigieg like a year ago or eight months ago. Why? Mm. Because I liked his optics. I liked that he was gay and in the military. I was like, oh, this guy's going to win. And then.
1: But he had a dinner in a cave. I
0: know. Um, Who have I given money to? I think I gave money to Warren. I think I gave money to AOC. I don't really, rem- I don't remember exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, God bless him. So Bianca, How you, feel, you know today is uh, Martin Luther King Day. I know. Um, I had an
1: Uber driver here, and he was black, and he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it early today I'm going to enjoy the rest of Martin Luther King Day." And I was like, "All right." Like I
0: didn't. Um, yeah. Um. The, the, really I sweet. always on this day, did I tell you the Chris Rock joke about Martin Luther King? Day? No. So there's it a mean? Chris's first great joke. Okay. Chris was like pretty good. And then he wrote a joke about me and Judd both noticed this independently. So okay. he was pretty good. And then in 19. 19- Eighty nine, ninety. Chris wrote a joke about Martin Luther King Day about how everyone gets the day off, including prisoners, which means the guy who assassinated Martin <laughs> Luther King gets Wait, what do you the mean day off. prisoners get the day off? Prisoners, like they don't have to do any labor.
1: On federal holidays? Yes.
0: Oh. So Chris's joke was, do you think James Earl Ray <laughs> goes around the prison going like, you know I'm the only reason you guys have off today. No one even bothers to thank me. And it was so like fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's a good joke. And then he figured out how to write a whole hour of jokes like that. Um, but the the I I just wanted to get that joke out there. Um, the thing about Martin Luther King Day, I was I was reading. There was a poll saying, and I have the numbers, saying uh, that Americans are not happy with race relations. Now, that's one of those things where it's it. They're not saying what they mean, which is most white people are not happy. It's race perceptions, is what they're talking about. So, hey, what's your perception of the average black person, or what's your perception of the average of the average white person um, on either side? So it's not relations because most of the time we're not relating. Mm. america's fucking incredibly segregated so like we're there aren't what race relations are you talking about there are virtually none and the ones we do do are like take my ticket do the duh it's like a quick exchange here are the stats okay most black americans say the president is racist according to the washington post nearly nearly two-thirds of black americans say it's a bad time to be black in america just two in ten Black Americans say most White Americans appreciate what discrimination Black Americans face. Okay, so that's that's not that's empathy, right? So it's about empathy and perception. It's not real, again there is no fucking relations what they're saying. Uh, quote: The president has taken hatred against Black people in general uh, and people of color from the closet to the front porch. Uh, if a, if an old Black lady didn't say that, I'll eat my house. <laughs> um said said one black american uh but but is the president really responsible for rising racial tensions a majority of americans say he is according to a survey last year by nonpartisan pew research center uh but the diverging views between blacks and whites and democrats and republicans make it seem as though they're living in different versions of america seems as though um so there's that, and then a strong majority of blacks, Hispanics, uh, so blacks 73%, Hispanics 69 Asian, Asians 65 say Trump has made race relations worse compared with about half of whites, um, according to Pew Research Center. So 49% of whites. So even the way that's phrased is, has made race relations worse. Mm. meaning are white people open it's about what i think white people think of me if i'm if i'm a person of color or what i think black people think of me because when obama was president white people were like i don't know what this (laughs) these black people i don't know what they're thinking they're getting a little big for their britches and all that shit um majority of blacks and hispanics say that people are more likely to express racist or racially insensitive views since trump was elected uh, more than 8 out of 10 democrats say the president's made r- race relations worse just 1% say he's improved relations i don't know that's Omarosa ben carson um more than a third of Republic and kanye uh more than a third of republicans say trump has made progress toward improving race relations just one, 29 just 20% say he's made it worse they probably lean on that like black unemployment right. is lower than it's ever been but that's not that's not human that's not empathy perception fear that's like motherfucker, well, i got your job <laughs> that should be enough um flashback this is funny in 1965 a majority of americans supported the civil rights act and sided with protesters in selma uh, but even then support was far from unanimous after the brutal beatings of civil rights leaders and protesters in selma nearly all black americans said they supported the protesters But just 46% of white Americans did.
1: And that was also... That's
0: after watching people get hosed down in a coat and tie.
1: But that number was greater after watching. Before then, a lot of people thought, really thought they were making something out of nothing. And then when you saw it on TV and you saw people getting hosed down... That's when, right? A but lot this of is the... still
0: fifty four percent of white Americans it's... didn't believe there was a problem.
1: Even after, before that, recorded? it was probably
0: eighty five percent.
1: What I mean is that they really needed that evidence. Yeah, like, oh, that that is bad. Yeah, Ooh. even then,
0: it's like. Um. Uh. Now, having said that, hate crimes reached sixteen year high according to the FBI report.
1: And a lot of that is anti Semitic rhetoric and hate, like hate against. Jewish See that people. I support. And the... <laughs> what's um, annoying though is we don't talk about that the anti
0: yeah, semitic yeah because it
1: like hate feels better when it's like white to brown yeah but it's like no we're all everybody hates
0: everybody <laughs> everybody hates whatever group isn't on theirs i mean i've right. said this before the first country to try integration
1: yeah well, rock
0: told me something funny on the phone if you can believe it um finally he said that uh they he's the first bust Year, to white schools, mm-hmm. uh, literally the first year, and they he said that they used to just put the black kids in the special ed class, just to like continue segregation. Like he's like, like that's uh, fine, to you segre- can be on the campus." Yeah, you can be here, but you're going to be with this, with the with the special needs kids. So, again, I, none of this is new.
1: <laughs> I know, uh, like a fairly well known black actor, and he told me that when he was young, he grew up in some southern. State, I'd say he's like in his late forties. So, Mm -hmm. however long ago that was when he was a kid, and in this rural town, they didn't let black people go to the dentist. No, 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 no. I yeah, they had to go to the vet. vet. Yeah, no, I told you. In a oh no, but this is a separate story.
0: Oh no, okay. Did this happen to him?
1: This happened to him. Got it. And he
0: because Rock's mom used to have to go to the vet
1: in New York.
0: In South Carolina.
1: Oh, South... Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. No, this is another black actor who... He said his grandma would take them all once a year, and he would just pull teeth.
0: Yep. And uh, the punchline, they had to use the back door. Wow. Because white people didn't want their dog using the same... <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I know. That's I mean, it was how... less about dogs back then. I mean, that. yeah. Horse. So, again, if things weren't bad enough between... Uh, Blacks and dogs, you know, they—you would have thought they would have worked it out at the vet. If black people didn't have enough problems with dogs, Uh, they black dog relations are are at an all-time low. Um, So uh, it's so uh, the just 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 fucking white people just make a fucking little effort, just a little effort, a little empathy, project you don't have to do it like hello you don't have to overdo it just try (laughs) to treat them like a white person i know it's hard covered in black skin how could you possibly think of them as a white person but i promise you they're just they're like white people but with black skin (laughs) um they're like white skin people except that (laughs) their skin skin. is white all right so we got a lot let's do some emails well it's time to check that email. Okay, so we got a lot of responses on the um, the thing we talked about, about why women do better in certain fields than others, and um, a lot of them, there was more support than I would have thought. Um Okay, so somebody wrote Neil and Bianca as a former woman in STEM. That's the science technology that thing. Uh, I'm I'm not here to cancel you. Whew. I God. did want to touch on some of your comments from so fast so I like that she <laughs> <laughs> Neil is correct in that women are less inclined to go into STEM fields, but researchers are not sure if it's because of natural inclinations or because of a lack of self efficacy. Uh, women have been known to not apply to jobs that are mostly that they are mostly qualified for because they don't believe they would get it. Yeah. That's statistically, uh, men on the flip side will apply to jobs that they are not qualified for. (laughs) I
1: would do that. But
0: that's, that's one of those things is like, that might be testosterone Mm, full stop. Just telling you just, yeah. Like, oh man, you can take them. Go for it. Um, it's why we're risk, or we're we're not. We're that's why we jump off. Cl- that's why we fucking yeah. Try it, like Let's fucking it. the do that bat wing shit. Um, however, some researcher, and it's also why we went to the moon and invented airplanes. However, <laughs> however, some researcher claims that women are simply more interested in the humanities. So the jury is still out. Uh, you asked if seeing women like Ruth Gator Bader Ginsburg increases the number of women in fields, and to an extent, yes. The biological sciences are now. Uh, almost split 50-50 between men and women, while computer science is still less than 10% women. To increase the number of women, mentorship is very important. Ruth Bader Ginsburg famously had a mom who wanted her to be smart and knowledgeable and pushed her to go to school. Uh, she also had a very supportive husband. Uh, having supportive parents... He, she did. you see the documentary? No, I know, I know. It's just yeah. funny. You're like, forget um, the husband. didn't, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's funny. It was also a man. Uh, having supportive parents and mentors can increase uh, retention in STEM. Women in STEM back in the day had many problems like having labs and basements or sheds, not being named faculty or not being let into programs in the first place. I would suggest watching a documentary about Lise Meitner and Irene Curie, Madame Curie's daughter, to see what it was like to be a female physicist back in the day. Interesting. Um, I will see those. Uh, so that's what let's let's read all of these okay, letters because they're actually um, pretty good. You've got mail. Okay. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I enjoy the pod. I enjoy the Um, stand-up. Neil and Banks, they said. Um, So while I'm sure many, myself included, wouldn't want to see the point that there may be differences in the intellectual proclivities among the sexes, I think there may be an interesting wrinkle in the structural way in which we adjudicate between ideas. Uh, That is to say, particularly within academia, the way the ideas are valued and promoted is if they succeed in the marketplace of ideas. This is an inherently adversarial structure where the goal is to defend your ideas and defeat your opponents. Notable metaphors here include war and hunting, you know, guy shit. My friend is wrapping up her philosophy PhD and she's focusing on feminist epistemology, which is working to develop a collaborative system of idea generation. As you said in last week's episode, women are perhaps naturally more social. All this to say that uh, one of the many factors that may keep women out of science as well as many other fields, is that the system is structured to favor conflict over collaboration. It's not that they're less skilled. It's that their skills are not valued because of centuries-old Enlightenment-era hang-ups. Thoughts. Um, this is uh, it. Okay. Major, this is another letter. Major feeler. Thank you for great content. Just wanted to clarify a couple things following your discussion of male domination in all industries in your Fast and Felious episode. <laughs> Neil, I agree with you. Background, I'm a female and professor of finance in Kuwait. Got my PhD from the U.S. finance. Uh, I'm sorry, from from the U.S. Finance is a male-dominated field everywhere on Earth, and Kuwait is a Middle Eastern country, so I don't even need to explain how males dominate life here uh, with robes and horse whips. Okay. <laughs> um, one in three female faculty among a... Department of over twenty. So, despite the field and the country, I did what I wanted and will continue to do so. Larry Summers, the guy who the Harvard professor said, uh, uh, she said what Larry Summers said when he was president of Harvard is always misinterpreted. What he said was that on average, men men and women are the same when it comes to intellect. However, the distribution of males is spread more than that of females. Meaning, average John and Jane will score the same. Uh, on an IQ test but the tests are more male the, uh, but there are more male geniuses as there are also more male idiots as shown by patents, Nobel Prizes and the amount of men in jail which is fucking very interesting while the distribution of women is closer together because um, they're there for safety um, on the, in the chart they're closer <laughs> together because the men they're just there to dance um, why can't they ever go out and have fun? I'm doing. I'm. This is a medley of sexist tropes. Um. So, so yeah. So males dominate restaurant, music production, investment, in finance, Nobel prizes, academic publications, etc. But you're not counting superstar people in these industries. As per Larry's comment, you are more likely to find superstars in the male uh, gender purely by distribution. Um. Uh. What industries do women dominate? Healthcare, caregiving, education, human resources. Areas that are not so super starry and glamorous. Um, finally, to be a superstar in any given domain, you must go above and beyond. Since women are the ones equipped with a uterus, some will give up career time to give birth, lowering our representation at the high end of industries even more. Few women are lucky to be able to balance family, kids, work, and still make it. And uh, those are the few you guys talk about. That Larry Summers thing is really interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, and they're right. I, I think that I, I, that is... True, like there are more male geniuses because of the the bell curve or whatever. Um, but we also tend to one prisoners. right? So it's, I guess men are more extreme in that regard. Uh, and so now the question is, I'm not talking about superstars. I guess production or stuff like that is about superstars, meaning music production, the thing we we're talking about is like making beats. Um but right. I don't know if that means that there are more female music geniuses. I don't fucking know. It's well, sucking what, really it's really complicated.
1: I also I also think that a lot of these pioneering women in fields that there generally isn't a lot of <clears throat> women in have I don't know how to explain why I have no science to back this up, but okay, for example, I took a lot of Oh,
0: we don't need science.
1: <laughs> not on this fucking podcast. was <laughs> uh, your title, Will. I <laughs> I took a lot of auto shop classes in college. Interesting. And they had to meet
0: guys. Go ahead. No, <laughs> thanks.
1: Um they had, you know, a theory and then just learning about it, and then you had lab which mm-hmm. is where you actually worked on it and it was one uh i was one of three in a class of 50 and the other two three women three out women of 50. out of 50 in uh, both
0: the i mean the, the
1: lab kind of is open right. so i don't know uh but i know in my just one class and i i feel like there's a lot of women who would be intimidated when they got in there mm-hmm. to see just a bunch of dudes mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck but maybe i have a little more i don't know testosterone than other women or maybe yeah i, have something I mean i else. think you're
0: riskier than most people i'm
1: way riskier i'm riskier than most of my female friends yeah i will do yes. dumb guy shit yeah where it's like i'll walk on that ledge let me grab that oh, blah, 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 yeah. whatever but and the funny thing is i made it a point i was like okay i'm one of three females i'm going to have the top grade in class Yeah. I tried harder than most people in my class because of that. You had a point to make. A point to make to also myself. Like I did feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I wasn't like, this this is fine. No, it felt really uncomfortable. And I felt like if I'm going to be respected and we have to work in groups, in a lab and stuff, you know, I'm going to have to uh, make everyone respect me and not – because it's uncomfortable if someone is – you know, not listening to you when you know what you're talking about. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So I I do think if you don't have the temperament to even deal with, cool, you got in. Like now you got to yeah. Kind now of-
0: the hard work. I mean, it's like the the example is. I, I think that the thing that cannot be underestimated here, and and um, I I want to find a note about it. It was about uh, the exercise class. Why women like exercise classes. You've got mail. uh Workout classes are fun to attend with a friend, but also have the added bonus of keeping creeps at bay. Right, there we go. On the regular gym, guys will take the elliptical right behind you so they can stare at you uh, whenever the other one is empty or come put their hands on your body to correct your form without you asking uh, for any correction. But in <laughs> a class, you've got a little more freedom to surround yourself with women and tell the instructor if someone is making you uncomfortable. A lot of classes are tailored to women since it feels safer. Um, and more private than the rest of the gym. I think the thing you're talking about
1: hmm.
0: is I don't think that you can underestimate physical safety. Yeah. Like there's that, you know, you, you there's all those studies that women do better in school when it's segregated when there's no men around. I think that's got to be part of it. Like, I don't think that anyone's conscious of, like, these guys could whoop my ass. No. But if I'm in a room full of six-foot-six people, even if I'm in a room with ten Blake Griffins, right? Uh, and this is a kid who owes me his life. <laughs> this is a kid I taught everything. His ago. career. Um, no, no. If I'm in a room with ten Blakes, six-eight, whatever big he is, a monster. The only person I've ever seen Keith back away from. Literally, Keith, Blake weird. came around a corner, and Keith backed up. Like what? <laughs> what? Okay. If I'm in a room with ten of them, I'm probably gonna act differently. Mm. Whatever we're doing, I assume they're not gonna whoop my ass, but there's just something about the possibility of getting your ass whooped that changes behavior. I don't. Th- it's probably under ten percent. It's probably not big. And then there's also the thing of wanting to be attractive to men, just all the dumb shit. I that totally comes... agree with
1: th- what you're saying, but I feel like it's more so I, we're born with feeling like prey. And that sounds very victimy, but right. get what I mean by that. Not not It's yes. so dramatic. The dramatics of how that sounds, but I don't know what it's like to not, not be prey not be prey in yeah. to a certain degree. So I don't think Bianca, that's so much it is
0: wonderful. No, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't
1: think that's so much on the minds. I know that I've I've been in a lot of situations where I'm the only girl or I you know, I like taking classes, trying new things. I don't give a fuck if it's right. a male dominated thing, but it feels and I know it goes into that, but it is the like respect and being seen as just a person. Um I'll take the auto shop, for example. I knew that once I started getting... I was the top grade in the class. Then guys started coming up to me when we were in lab about, hey, what... You know? Like, I was...
0: Then you weren't boobs and a butt. You were... I was seen. You were, yeah. You were who you were. Yeah. You were your ability and achievements. And
1: and not being seen that, like, lack of respect. It'd be the equivalent of you, I don't know, writing... You don't want to write for other people. I I think it's
0: more... Because uh, the the analogy I thought of was if you're the only woman in a or a small minority of women in a group of 50, if I go into a black club, I'm going to be di- – do you know what I mean? Like the the comfort level, if I go into a black comedy club, it's different than going to a white comedy club because yeah. I'm the minority. I don't think the black people are going to jump me consciously. Anytime you're a part of the out group, right. you are a bit – um,
1: yeah you're little on edge you're a little, little on
0: edge, edge. any outgroup if I'm a person among dogs if i'm a if I'm a uh different like class um right. gender whatever the however you <laughs> c- categorize people you're gonna behave differently
1: but what if you let's say it isn't like a physical thing like what or maybe it's just even
0: if, you- I, even if i'm if I'm a, a bunch of around a bunch of like super woke people or Super conservative people or whatever, you're gonna be self-conscious.
1: What if you were in a write you got in a writer's room mm-hmm. and everybody was a different race than you, whatever race it is, whatever, mm-hmm. and they are kind of talking over you, yeah, not taking your like contributions to whatever you guys are writing, and you feel completely overlooked, even though you know, like, dude, I'm fucking funny. I don't yeah. have to prove it to you. Yeah, but you're no one's acknowledging you. Maybe you say something no one bites, yeah. someone says it again and then everyone laughs and then they want to hire you for a second season, you're probably going to say no. You know? Like that, it's like a deterrent. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, if I'm, yeah. You feel I, like I will say that, that that does and has happened.
1: For sure. That, I know and, what I'm saying. Like,
0: and, uh, I mean, the way I, I was just like, that's eh, a small price to pay. It Meaning like, <laughs> yeah, if that's the worst racism I experienced. Like, no,
1: for sure. But I like, mean, fine. let's, let's, <laughs> <laughs>
0: dear writers guild (laughs) then the blacks were yelling like i'm not gonna they were yelling over my idea and that beat that tag i had that was mine writers guild um yeah i just think that there's something about all these things that go into yeah for sure it's like rock always talks about he and i weighing 150 pounds affecting our behavior Mm. like you just it's gonna you just act differently because you can't, you probably can't beat anybody up. <laughs> I can. Th- you I can. believe I can. I I don't know if I can, but I believe uh that I have enough Irish rage to For power sure. me. I feel like you would. I mean, have... it's gonna look. Uh What does Callan say? You're gonna. I'll keep you busy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna be the first forty seconds. If you can get past the first forty seconds with me, you're set. Because I'll probably be fasting and I'll run out of energy.
1: I feel like you will get in a physical fight with someone and you're going to be like, Bianca, thanks. I feel like it's going to be as beneficial as a fast.
0: Oh, I'll learn so much. I mean, I'll either do it or it'll either, like most things in life, it'll either work or it won't. I'll either learn I'm not who I thought I was or or I'm proud of myself because I'm who I thought I was. (laughs) You don't know, which is why, in the next thirty days, I intend to fight. I'm taking it, but I I do know that I like throwing combinations. Goodbye, combo. Bianca, we made we hurt some feelings last week, as follows. Uh oh, you've got mail. The subject was big bitch itis. Oops. And the letter was that word hurts feelings oh. the same way Neil being called Dave's typist and Binky being assured assumed a non baker does for a big bitch Jesus Christ take it easy Aww. no wonder I'm inflamed just because I'm not skinny I have to receive judgment and disgust even woke people like y'all think we have a mental problem <laughs> and <laughs> that we're a little more than grossly unhealthy taxation of the system in addition to being undateable unlovable and unrespectable uh this one hurt my feelings guys I'm not even that big 5'7, 180 I exercise and I eat healthy I live my life being perceived as the big bitch you two described from your perception last week, and I got to tell you, I'm thick skin (pun intended). But that shit hurt, Neil. You speak, Neil. You have a diagnosed mental problem. I don't know what you're speaking of. A pair of uh, a hair of sensitivity on the subject. You speak so dangerously and flippantly on this, like it's different than any other types of oppression and pain. You typically that that you typically discourage. Uh, you oversimplify the subject in a way that only thin. Uh, preceded person could just made that up uh, if I, I'm a human being for the love of God you guys don't even mean to sound hateful and ignorant like this I know you don't, being ostracized like this is as dark and lonely as any place a human can go, sorry for the typist and non-baker thing <laughs> what excruciating scenarios, the worst thing people ever said to you were not about things you couldn't control oh they, that to you were yeah they were not about things you couldn't control imagine yours was imagine knowing everyone thinks you're lazy and weak uh willed and all you can do is know that and then watch netflix and be alone forever and maybe catfish someone joke this is my struggle you're better than this nia gonna apologize i seriously was heartbroken i'm a fangirl i fucking love you guys i got kicked in the fucking facelift with this last week Wait, I just want to um, say that. Uh, well, I will so, say this: she got kidney in the face, but she's got a lot of padding up there now.
1: Okay, not cool. <laughs> I had,
0: you know, I had to do one fucking joke.
1: Wait, just for an asterisk.
0: There is a benefit.
1: There is, <laughs> there is a benefit. Uh, the place. Um, th- someone said, "What was the most inconsiderate thing? Inconsiderate things. It's not the most egregious or worst things." You answered it like it was bad stuff. I answered it like it was inconsiderate stuff. Okay just want to say i've been called worse by
0: what what have you been called
1: what do you mean what do you mean
0: go what tell me th- give me a give me a slideshow
1: of like mean shit well i love you but i feel like you take a like permanent rolodex tally of things, mean things people do to you and i try to get over them so it give oh, me a second
0: that's where you and i differ my friend Why? Well, <laughs> uh because On, i mean yeah off top, off top. <laughs> I that's can't. All I'm top. like, well, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't get over it. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, but having said that, you're the one who fucking had to get the, you had to be the top shop. You no, I just top thought, I shop. just
1: wanted you to know because you did, you did take a shot at my Don't bring that slop because I'm top in the shop.
0: <laughs>
1: top slop. Um, don't, I'm just saying I shared something inconsiderate. You shared, what is it? Some guy saying you'll never make it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: not inconsiderate. That's mean.
0: Okay, but it's also inconsiderate. It's not like, oh, it's not inconsiderate. It happens to be both.
1: Well, anyways, moving on. Mm. Um,
0: no, no, no. I can't get over this. Wait. I'm not forgiving you for this. <laughs> wait, no, I yes. don't, yeah, I don't I don't forget. I don't forget anything. I don't forget anything is the good. I mean, I don't forget much. I do forget stuff, but I don't forget.
1: Uh. Well, especially those, but this examples you gave, because the uh, lady's original email was that, she was saying she was getting over the loss of her husband, and she compared it to her sister having to get rid of gluten. So that in
0: Oh, no, in no, no. Well, let's talk about- we Sorry, need I know. Either we're we need to getting... apologize or we don't.
1: I know. I'm sorry. I'm just completely sidetracked Yes. Yeah. we're going We back.
0: either need to apologize or we don't. Okay. Go um, ahead and play the song, Will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Who made that. That is so good.
0: I don't remember. Um, look, miss, Yeah, I am a size bigot. I'm a size bigot. I am. Now, the, uh, I do assume the worst when someone is big. I assume the worst. I don't, I think if there is a small percentage of people that there truly is nothing they can do about it. Um, let's say it's 15% of people. She okay. she falls into this, and I'm dragging you down with the people that can do something about it and don't. So I don't know what to do about it because I do believe that there is like a behavioral meritocracy, et cetera, et cetera. On the other hand, you could say I have an eating disorder because I'm fucking fasted twice in the last... He- yeah, like I fasted twice in the last nine days, so you know clearly I have food things. You um, do
1: have food obsessions. What's up with that? If
0: I may drop Seth Rogan's name again, we we ate together one time when I was directing an award winning Budweiser light spot with him and Amy <laughs> Schumer. Horrible, and uh, and um, he within ten minutes he goes Neil has food Aspergers. <laughs> And it's the it's maybe the That's best perfect. fast observation anyone's ever made. Oh like if God. someone ever said, is Seth Rogen smart and funny? I'd be like, yep. Yep. And here's how I know. <laughs> he made a... He noticed something. I was 40. No one had noticed it. Right. I put these... I like, What did you do? Here's what I do. And I think a lot of people do this. Okay. I like to have the whole plate on my fork, meaning a little bit of every... Uh, constituent, constituency, little meat, little protein, little veg, little sauce. And I try to do it and I try to plan the I try to make it where every bite, the last bite has the same proportion as the first bite. It's not something that I'm like, do you think about this? No, I'm not consciously, but I it's a it's I would rather eat that. I don't want to end up with a bunch of just fucking green beans so when you get french fries
1: see i eat my french fries no french
0: fries don't count i mean french fries are like you mean like a meal yes if it's mashed potatoes gravy stuffing turkey right that's i wouldn't eat that but whatever i'd like to have a little mashed potatoes little stuffing little gravy uh little mashed potatoes little stuff yeah little gravy little turkey little protein on every on every fork,
1: and so you're doing that, and he was just like, "What?" Yeah, he fuck? goes,
0: "You have food," and it was like, "Fucking goddamn, you're right." <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly food. So I have, I I uh, take pride in my uh, my thinness, um, and I get called, you know, AIDS and meth and all that stuff all the time.
1: You get called really fucked up shit online
0: all the time. Um, what are you going to do? I mean again I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to make her apologize. Um but um, but yeah I am a size bigot.
1: And you're and, sorry.
0: And I'm sorry about it and I I but I am aware that there are a, a large number of people who cannot help their shape. Who who do do diet and exercise and fucking nothing happens i know that there are like gland issues okay and shit like that
1: i think the reason why we keep getting in this issue when we talk about size of people can you just describe who you're talking about you're talking about like morbidly obese people that yeah
0: have,
1: like my 600 pound life or like not even that big no i'm
0: talking about like what she's saying 180, oh, she's 185 like that's like, that's like thick yeah um i that's yeah so i
1: you're not talking about just bigger people no
0: I'm exactly I'm not talking about just like thick like I don't go on on thick girls and be like she fat I just mean <laughs> like I mean like obese people who you don't wanna sit next to on, on an airplane- <laughs> honestly, like just people that are making it. I don't think that they're having a great life
1: mm.
0: uh I, I just think there are people that could make more of an effort. I'll say that.
1: Uh, I want to apologize because I do say big bitches. Mm-hmm.
0: You know why? It's, because it's funny. Uh,
1: I think it's I. I guess, know it hurts. No, no, I know it. Honestly, hurts. a lot of I comedy think hurts. I. I. I'm probably wrong, but I. If I was bigger, someone's like, "Look at that sexy big bitch," mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Thank you." I guess I say I'd...
0: big bitch in my act, and they're when I do woke crowds, it's they don't love it.
1: Oh, they don't love nah. it. Okay, so I think we need to come up, not come up with a different word, but I I think maybe that was an insensitive.
0: It is insensitive.
1: I just thought it was. Fun. So is
0: meth and AIDS about me? But <laughs> if you're a, if you're fat, yeah, I do look like I have meth and AIDS.
1: Oh, shut up! Like, no, that's not, no, I have not a fucking like
0: bony face. Like I get it. <laughs> How much different would I look if I was on meth,
1: I, Bianca? Oh, be honest, no. not that much different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I fast. I mean, please, you do. Not I'm a need monk. To fast. Don't you get him a monk? All right. Well, I'm a monk. He's a bad, monk. I
1: like you. I know. It's I like to myself too. Feet. I like the way
0: I look. But I'm just saying, her. like, oh yeah, no, we're we appreciate your fandom, and you you also seem to get it. She seems like she's in the pocket with us. Yeah. Goodbye. All right. Read this one. Hi, okay. Neil. And Bianca. Thanks. You've got mail. Hi, Neil and Bianca. Bring the bass. Hold on. Okay. Let me train you. This is before the round.
1: <laughs> okay, come the on, corner. coach.
0: You got to bring the bass. Bring
1: the bass.
0: Yes. And have a nice sing-songy rhythm. Okay? Okay. And action. You've got mail. Hi,
1: Neil and Bianca. So I've been to some comedy shows lately where the crowd hasn't been overly enthusiastic. However, I'm not sure why... Every comedian that comes on stage seems to point it out. I can't imagine calling your audience a bad audience has ever made them more excited about the show. How do you handle this, and how do you feel about negging bad crowds? And what are some effective tactics for increasing audience enthusiasm?
0: Good question. <laughs> Good read. Thank you. Um, I... Uh, Look, when you're on stage and you're not doing well, we all know that when a crowd is good or bad, going mm. um so if they're bad, there are some crowds that are just congenitally bad. they're just never gonna get better no they're just they don't even know that they could be better
1: so awkward, tight, yeah, weird. they just
0: that's who they are, yeah, um if you're. So I, it's it's basically self-preservation. It's like you can either, as a comedian, I can feel bad, or I can make you feel bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Don't. so it it's That's like exactly. I'll, if I'm bombing, we're all bombing. I'm not doing this by myself. Right. Um, but there's a way to do it where you get them. You can, like Chappelle says, you can always tell how funny someone is by how they bomb, and you can get them. I've played old, I've gone, you guys want to hear that joke work? And I'll play a recording so of petty. the joke working. That's how you petty You are so I petty, I um, love it. I will, uh, one night I remember saying to a kid in the crowd, who's your favorite comedian? And he goes, Dave. And I go, well, I'm his favorite comedian. <laughs> so cheer up. <laughs> um, uh, like just, it's fun, it's fucking fun to be, it's fu- if you can make it funny, I absolutely love shitting on the crowd. Oh yeah, when in you, a way that they like it.
1: Right, you you gotta do it so that we all are laughing about how we're not having a good time.
0: I mentioned I followed someone the other night and mentioned that they didn't oh, do well, and it was, and the, was the audience so... fucking loved it and thanked me for it.
1: People were coming up to me saying, D- "Dude, you gotta tell <laughs> Neil." That was wild. He's
0: really coming into his own. He's really um, uh hitting his stride. Of, so, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I
1: will say is on the other side of things, it's just not the only time it it gets bad is when uh there's no finesse from the comedian. If
0: it's like you guys suck and it's, then you keep going, it's that tone, that's not good.
1: No, because then it's just like, okay, then fuck you. But a lot, most comedians, at least at the store, because everyone's pretty seasoned, like, you don't see that often. Bringer shows, you oh, can get yeah, aw- yeah, 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 yeah or yeah. Duh. yeah. So it really, I think it depends on what kind of comedians you're watching. If you're watching headline comedians that tour that have years, they've they've been in a million yeah, bombing you just, situations. It's like just
0: another rep. It's just like, oh, I remember I was pitched, when I used to pitch movies and teach it, um, one time, me and Mike Sher sure were pitching something and we were bombing so bad <laughs> that I just go like halfway through. I go, We'll come back in a year, man. We'll come pitch something else. It's fine. Like, it's fine. We were pitching, it's fine. Dude, you don't, don't worry you about it.
1: Bomb. Yeah. It's, it's so there's it, a
0: funny way to bomb and then there's like a desperate, sweaty way to bomb. And you just try to avoid that.
1: When people get off early, oof, it's so awkward for everyone. <laughs> just like, just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go. I, fuck this. I'm going to,
0: yeah. It's you got start to see, um
1: the worst is when... I don't like when comedians are bombing and then they start. I always say you're either as a waitress, you're dragged into the set if they're doing oh, really yeah, good or yeah. really bad, yeah, and most of the time it's really bad. it's so bad. it's just yeah. like don't look at me.
0: it is also just a seasoning thing where yeah you just you know like I know I'm pretty good at it at this point, right, you know what I mean, like I'm not so it's like, look it's it's probably you guys
1: yeah it's not a, you and, don't you don't go about it in a desperate way
0: yes correct you just got eh. i've said recently i've been like look this is not a we don't have great if this was a date <laughs> yeah i don't think we'd want to hang out again um uh, that's really but it funny. is fun to it's just fucking yeah it's fun t, it's fun to bomb every once in a while yeah um,
1: would do you start do you start crowd working when you're bombing does that work
0: nah yeah that works that's uh, good because we
1: can all just finally laugh at one thing
0: yeah uh but even that if they just don't collectively have a good sense of humor there's nothing you can do about it
1: you can tell though they're also shitty people to interact with not to general like i but- bombed
0: in front of James way like bombed like a month ago you just got like, yeah, yeah. the- and i mentioned it i'm like this is not going great <laughs> uh but what are you gonna do You guys came here to be sad, and here I am trying to make you laugh. Um, Goodbye. You want to read this one? You've got mail. Hi,
1: Neil and Bianca. Love you guys. I can't believe that Chris Brown is still around. He's assaulted numerous women and almost beaten them to death, including Rihanna. Okay. How does he still have a career? Famous people still continue to work with him despite his horrible history. So how Neil feel and how Binky thinking about Chris Brown? Does he deserve to still have a career? This also goes with Neil's point that the system is not fair.
0: The system is not fair. And you know who it's really not fair to? Imagine how you'd feel if you were an R&B singer who didn't beat up women. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know how fu- s- you'd be like, one. "Yo!"
0: I don't beat up women. How much better is this motherfucker I'm trying than to ch- me?
1: Tart the charts um, Top The charts. There
0: the, the uh yeah, Chris Brown he's great. Here's the thing about Chris Brown. He's great. He's great looking, he's tall, tattoos, dance is fucking amazing, uh, good vocal pitch. Um he's like really hood in a way. It the more white people <laughs> so castigate hood. him. Like this, the more black people like him.
1: Yeah, because so, they're like, no, stay yeah, away. He's
0: ours. So he's, you know,
1: Chris also, Brown's great. For the record, he didn't.
0: He didn't beat up multiple beat women.
1: multiple women.
0: He he to
1: death, almost yes, to death.
0: No, he beat up Rihanna. Not um, to
1: death, just beat her up.
0: Just beat her into sense. Um, <laughs> she beat her into into a hit record, into a hit career. Um. <laughs> um uh yeah so he beat her into a narrative um about herself for the rest of her life um
1: also the same way people still listen to r kelly just keep making music you just i don't know man
0: i just my if i hear ding like if you hear any melody like the nbc thing bing bong bing (laughs) i don't think like who wrote that (laughs) i just go my brain goes bing bong bing i like that Bing, dong, ding. <laughs> Our brains are not, it's uncon. it's precognitive. It's just, but up, but da da I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah. So Pusher T and Justin Timberlake wrote that. Cool. I don't think about, like, right. well, you know, Pusher used to sell drugs and I don't fucking know. But
1: also, this is hip, this feels hypocritical because there's a lot of musicians, plenty of rock and roll. Uh country, R and B, rap, whatever. Everyone no one is living their lives.
0: Johnny Cash fucking beat it's like you want a list of people who beat women?
1: Then don't Jackson listen to the reason beat I a a, It's
0: one. like the, the every, every, who everyone beat women. <laughs> it's what <laughs> we used to do. Okay, I'm going read the next one. Read yeah. the next one too. Um oh yeah, this is a big one for you.
1: Binks, can you help us decode the dynamic of sharing your partner on social media? I've seen some girls promote their guy on uh, Instagram or Facebook to different levels. Super overshares, the occasional share, normal. The non-share, Binky. My question pertains to the non-shares. If a girl never shares a pic of her guy on IG, does it mean one thing? Could it mean several things? If the couple is at functions or her friend's Post, let's say, Halloween pics of the couple, and they tag both parties, and the girl deletes the tag so it doesn't show up on her feed. What's the read on this? Not showing the man at all and kind of hiding them? I've seen this with several people. Are the girls hiding the guy from their girlfriends, potentially? Are they secretly embarrassed of the guy? They view this social media as some kind of branded content, don't want people or onlookers to see anything about them, or anything but them. What? What's the potential scenario, and should guys in this situation be worried or asking some questions? You go first because I don't hope to. I hope you find that special someone this Valentine's Day. (laughs) What is this guy in the 1950s? Also, he's definitely in this situation, it's too specific. Um, as someone who's a never share, (laughs) uh, let me let me tell you, I think it's a few things. Uh, it could be a few things. For me, I don't like love social media. It's not that big of a part Yeah, you're of my like...
0: Life. You,
1: I'm always... You're on, never like
0: passionate about it. I'm never passionate yeah. about
1: it. So, and I know that, you know, I should be a little bit more and more promoting or whatever, but I'm just not passionate enough to give a fuck. So the idea that somehow it's an extension of... How much I love someone is—it's yeah. preposterous to me, right? But it's that's what it, I mean. It's
0: any. What happens is people once there's a new thing, um, they people go well. Then that's the new gauge. It's also a Joneses uh, keeping up with the with the Joneses, hundred percent. Uh, that women—it's like one guy bought a wedding ring, and then every guy had to buy a wedding ring. One guy posts about his girl on social media, and then every girl has to post. Every guy. Has to post about their go because it means if you didn't, then you don't care.
1: Oh, I've had multiple dudes I've dated that are very suspicious that I don't post them. I'm like, what the? F- the w- will it make our relationship right. what better? Is, how is it
0: going gonna... to help our connection?
1: It, it's just I'm being held captive. Do you want? I'll do it. Right, I will do and it, I it and not be
0: happy. But you're not going to change my attitude about this because I think the entire system is corrupt. <laughs>
1: It's the whole stupid. social media
0: system's corrupt. So like so why, why I, can't I find an ethical way to operate within it? Cuz it's fucking unethical.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. Somehow you want me to make sense of this thing. I think is kind of bullshit. Yes. So I got to I got to go put on the hat yes. and do the dance, yes. do the theater. I don't want to do the theater.
0: Kabuki. You don't want to so
1: do. So I personally think don't look into it that much.
0: Kabinka. Kabinka <laughs> Kabuki.
1: <laughs> and if her behavior is also suspicious. If she's present with you all the time and just doesn't post to you, who gives a fuck? Goodbye. If she's shady and then also does shady stuff, then maybe ask a question. This
0: is a great thing. You've got me Hey Neil and Bianca, love y'all the most and been up on day and Neil Dave shit since blah blah blah. blah, 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 blah. Uh that's his words. <laughs> so Neil doing his impression of Will Smith via eighty seven or whatever had me rolling. I'm a recovering touring musician producer and have recently gone back to Basics and started producing beats that sound like they're from said era, early to mid-80s. It's been helpful for Burnout Relief in that it feels like there's no pressure because, like Neil said, no one's checking for rap like that no more. So it's purely for me. That said, I cut up Neil's Big Willie rap over <laughs> Cool <Mode> Gs <laughs> beat that I laced up attached. Uh, again, love y'all. And if Neil spits some more bars, you'd probably hear from me again. <laughs> Eric, I don't think you're going to... I I don't int- I mean if I have to if it, if I'm mocking someone I'll yeah. do it. But this is a gift. This is all right. when you ask me what kind of gifts do I like? This This is it.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's hear
0: it. And then I went to the class. and I took my car for a spin. I took a spin down the street (laughs) And then a little lady came up to my car I wish he wouldn't rap I wish he wouldn't wouldn't rap. rap I wish he wouldn't rap unbelievable Dude. and you can't it's so good uh you can't underestimate you or you can't overstate how cool scratching used to be it was when you cool. first heard scratching i was like what the f- this is <laughs> the coolest shit i've ever heard in my life
1: it sounds like proper the rapper when you rap who remember proper the rapper proper proper the rapper that no. oh, was a video rapping video game never mind anyways that's fucking amazing
0: um, have you
1: how many times have you listened to it?
0: That's it. I mean, I listen to it once and then that is it. Um I
1: think it should be your it's,
0: it's too great. It's too great. I mean, it's that's it. That's everything I wanted.
1: So that's the kind of gift I want. That's the kind point? of gift
0: I want. Okay. Because okay. and it's he made it. He made it, and it's not a thing I have to fucking right. put in my pile of garbage. <laughs> it's a thing, it's a digital Just thing. Lives. I like that. Nudes. You want to give me a gift? Some nudes. You heard him, feelers. So, you know where to find me, <laughs> you big bitches.
1: <laughs> oh, no, we promised her.
0: Please. I'm kidding. I didn't say I'm I'd joking. stop saying it. It's funny. Goodbye. Um, You've got me. Hey, gang. Love the show. Listen to every episode. Yada, yada, la. You know what we got to start calling these preambles? R-S-T-N-L-E, which is what people do on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Yeah.
1: So just from here
0: on out, just R-S-T-N-L-E, we'll know what you mean. (laughs) Um, uh, Last episode, Neil seemed to imply there was hypocrisy to allowing jokes about murder and not jokes about rape. That's because humans can and do very often justify murder. uh, But there is no scenario which rape is justifiable. To paraphrase something Daniel Sloss said in his HBO special, no one's ever going to ask you if you had a time machine, would you go back to Nazi Germany and rape Hitler? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, because it wouldn't stop him. Right. Also, a little harder to laugh at rape than murder when we get when we give a fuck about murder for at least forty eight hours but folks be getting raped out of control and we have no real plan to deal with it bye fan, big fan bye bye um uh yeah, but it's still horrifying, and I'm sorry- again, people don't like when I say this. murder is worse than rape <laughs> mm. it's worse than rape, so I know it's like does so and so is it false equivalent? It's worse than rape. I remember someone tweeting like, you know, someone at least with with murder, it's over or something. Rape, you have to live on. It's like, no, it's worse than rape. So um, uh, you can't make the equivalency between rape, rapist and you can't go to therapy from for getting murdered. You can't Dude. deal with your therapist. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so. All right. So what do you think about that?
1: I mean, I get the problem is that the r- people who've been raped are here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So... Well, the murder people s- try
0: <laughs> a little harder. <laughs> they could be here too.
1: Where's the Ouija board? There. So um, it's hard to, you know, kind
0: of... To quote to- something Jimmy Carr says in my comedy documentary they they say rape is never funny. You're right. Rape is never funny. Jokes about rape can be very funny. Right. I mean, and I know of a lot of them. So... Yeah, I, I, I just like, think it's
1: so, hard to quantify. But, like, oh, But the, the
0: commonality of I'm going to murder you. If I go, I'm going to murder... Oh, I'm going to murder you. When I get over there, I'm going to murder you. Right. If I go, if I get over there, I'm going to rape you. I'm not <laughs> doing either. Right. So that one shouldn't be considered... More acceptable than the other. I'm, she, I'm never gonna rape you, Bianca. You have my solemn word. Promise? I'd sooner murder you.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, um, but what I mean is,
0: and I don't know why why there, I say that, but I it it feels it could right, happen right? At some point. Yeah.
1: Um, but 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 mm-hmm. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Why are we comparing these
0: two things? Oh, I was just saying, there's hypocrisy. With saying, because I'm gonna, saying like you're not allowed to say
1: r- murder jokes, but you can say rape.
0: Yes, yeah. no, 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 we make murder jokes all the time. That's what I'm saying. But, but people then people go, rape like, is not... rapes is like murder's worse than rape, and we make jokes about murder all the time in everyday conversation with your mom,
1: right? I think, although it's... I do
0: say I'm gonna rape you to my mom because it sends a Heresa. message. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I think it's just because rape victims are still here and they're like, that's nah, not cool. But if murder victims, if after you got murdered five years you got to come back for 10 minutes murder jokes would not be that funny i disagree okay
0: because rape jokes are funny
1: oh oh i think they're funny
0: right if they're taste okay but now we're into how do you litigate taste Right, and comedy makes it makes fun out of a horrible thing Trying to make fun of something, making we're taking rape and we're making it fun. We're making it abstract and we're making we're reducing it right. by making fun of it. The same way Charlie Chaplin made a movie about Hitler. He didn't right. glorify Hitler. It's like Dave. I don't think Dave ended up saying it. I think he ended up saying, it, but it's like, how do we? So we glorified R. Kelly, but we normalized homophobe. It's like, well, when, do, how do you decide one is normalized and one's glorified? It's
1: also processing it a little bit. Like, yeah, there's going to be jokes made about it. Yeah. What? Someone's.
0: Yeah, there's going to be uh, AIDS and meth. Some of them are funny. <laughs> some of them are funny.
1: Have you laughed at some of the jokes made about you?
0: Yeah, I can't remember any of them right now, though. Oh. Uh, but I like, out of roast, I think Pete Holmes said I look like Tom Hanks in the, in the third act of Philadelphia. <laughs> Great. The joke I should have made was, uh, and Pete, you look like Tom Hanks in the second act of A League of Their Own, and by that I mean fat. Goodbye. <laughs> so I didn't do it. Um, okay, this is another. This is our final email today, and it's funny because it's one of my favorites, which is uh, where someone explains uh, uh, movies and TV to me. You've got. Uh, hey guys, I'm a fan of Atlanta, so I'll keep it short. To quote the AV Club review: All right, this motherfucker is clothing uh, bringing other people. The point is that Bieber's actions are viewed through his status as a white male. And putting a black actor into the role forces the audience to reevaluate Bieber's obnoxious behavior through the lens of someone who wouldn't be granted nearly as much latitude just because of the body he inhabits. You, Neil, are looking for satire, but surrealism is different. Oh, Uh-oh. they're not trying to do what would happen if JB was a black man in our world. Yeah, they are. They're saying here's an alternate universe like ours, but different in specific ways. Justin Bieber is black. There are fancy commercials for 40 ounces. Why does it feel off? What does it say about us? It's a subtle but important difference. Yes, yeah, so surrealism, you know what surrealism is? Failed satire. <laughs> Sat You know what me and Dave used to say when a sketch didn't work? What? Very smart sketch. <laughs> Fucking didn't work. Right. So if you're not if you're making a comedy, no it's a surrealism show. All right, well then guess what sir? Anything goes and there's no discipline or standard other than they did it, which is why I don't like shows like that. Mm. It's just too, it's too much latitude yeah. to even know. It's like, I don't.
1: A lot of leeway.
0: Because we, again, like we did the same thing with Black Bush and, but this guy's going like, so was that not surrealism because we got laughs? It's nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's a distinction without a difference. But. You're all lovely people. Oh, well. We got to wrap it up. We got to go. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.